I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily relationship nugget. In this radio program, I am sharing some things that I have discovered after working with thousands of couples in marital therapy sessions and from seminars conducted over the past 29 years. They are fascinating, profound, but bittersweet discoveries. I want all married couples and individuals and those who are planning to get married to sit up, fasten your seatbelts, and listen with an open mind to turn up the radio whether you're driving a car or at home or in your office. So, listen to my discoveries as I share uh, these things. Here's my first discovery. I have discovered that the number one ingredient for keeping a marriage or any other romantic relationship healthy is humility. The word is humility. Yes, I said humility. I did not hear or read about this word in marital theory when I did my training over almost 30 years ago. Now there are a plethora of literature on the topic. Before you get upset with me, let me define humility. Humility is the attitude, ability, and the freedom to admit wrong, apologize, change, adapt, forgive, and receive forgiveness, listen to the objective criticism, and respect the rights of the other person to have of you, no matter what it is. It is demonstrating a teachable spirit. So this is the number one ingredient I've discovered that keeps marriages together. Of course, we have commitment, all right? But you also need first humility. Humility, I said, yes, is the number one ingredient to keep the marriage healthy. And notice I'm not talking about what starts the marriage or what attraction there might be to lead someone to fall in love. I'm dealing with an already established relationship and what keeps it healthy. With this in mind, it brings me to the word love. I am sure many of you are wondering, isn't love more important? Here is how I describe it. Humility is the glue in marriage, the substance that binds romantic partners together. Love is the heat that dries the glue and hardens it. Let me repeat it. Humility is the glue that binds romantic partners together, and love is the heat that dries the glue to make it difficult to fall apart. Let's expand this. When humility is absent, there is something painful that replaces it. It is the antonym to humility. It's pride, conceit. I can even add stubbornness, selfishness, arrogance, laziness. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary expands further on the antonym to pride with these words. Listen, cockiness, overconfidence, impudence, boastfulness, chest-thumping, self-applause, self-assumption, self-centeredness, self-complacency, self-conceit, self-glorification. I think you have gotten the point by now. Here's why I describe love as the heat that dries the glue, which is humility. In the relationship, 
Humility is an attitude and love is a behavior. Marriage coach Mort Fortel states in his book, Marriage Fitness, every marriage has problems, issues, and challenges. But in every instance, the solution is the same. The solution is love. This love, the kind of love, means the following. 1. Loving unconditionally. 2. Loving non-judgmentally. 3. Loving with understanding. 4. Loving with acceptance. And 5. Loving with commitment. Humility allows an individual in a relationship to unquestionably do these five things. Let me shock you a little further. Research indicates that it's not really love that keeps many couples together. You know what it is? It is commitment. Now, when we talk about humility as the number one ingredient for keeping a marriage together, when that is saturated with commitment, total commitment, which includes commitment to the marriage itself, commitment to making it happy, and commitment to each other. Many people are committed to the marriage itself, but not to making it happy, and not to each other. You need total commitment. So when you have that commitment as intertwined with humility, uh, uh, and then washed in love, then we can have a solid foundation. I want you to understand that. So then, the number one ingredient I said, keeping the marriage together, or some may argue, perhaps one of the main ingredients for keeping marriage together is humility. Now, therefore, the number one reason relationships break up, uh-huh, what is that? So this brings me to my second discovery. I discovered that the number one reason relationships, marriage, engaged partners, and others break up, as inferred earlier, is pride. Or one can use the word stubbornness, selfishness, and apathy. What stands out boldly during my research is that 85% of relationships ended not because of a specific behavior or activity, like adultery, smoking, drinking, gambling, flirting, staying out late at night, but the relationship ended on because of an attitude of pride, stubbornness, selfishness, apathy, and even traditionalism. In other words, it is the refusal of the guilty party to admit wrong, change, adjust, listen with understanding, and to intelligently evaluate without prejudice one's view of, or behavior and how it is impacting the relationship. What prevents that guilty partner from doing this? Yeah, that's a good, good question. Pride. Pride is always a foundation, always a foundation for the development of other negative attitudes. Or one can say that stubbornness, selfishness, apathy, and traditionalism are some of the ways an individual demonstrates pride. So let's review for a minute. What is the number one ingredient that keeps marriages together? Humility. Yes, you need to combine that with commitment and unconditional loving, etc. So the number one ingredient that will cause marriages to break up is pride. as the refusal to listen to your partner, to change, to adjust, and so forth. And that's what I discovered in my therapy sessions. 
that a couple would have done many terrible things to each other. But something deep inside, the cause of humility, pushes them to stay and work on it. Another couple has a very simple, simple problem. But it's pride that keeps them apart and stop from changing, and they end up being divorced. So it's not always a specific wrongdoing itself that causes a marriage to end, like adultery or so forth. They can impact it, but it is the refusal of the person to, to change, which actually, actually leads to deception also, a big killer in marriages. So if you're listening today, if you're listening today and uh, you're in a situation where you're not sure what's happening, I hope what I'm sharing with you is going to help you. And one thing I'll encourage you to do is humble yourself. Be willing to look at your own wrong and make adjustments. So this is part one of what makes marriages end. Okay, so stay tuned for part two. Well, it's great talking with you via this radio station. Please let me hear from you. Text me at 242-477-4002 from wherever you are around the world. I am Barrington Brennan. You have been listening to your daily relationship nugget, and I'm doing my best to keep a smile on your heart.